Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless Mortgage experience. Five burning questions, 1220 p.m. Eastern. We'll talk Raptors and Bucks coming up at 1240 p.m. Eastern. Sherman Hamilton going to join us then. But right now joining us on the show, a man who's an all-pro in his own right. We should introduce him as an all-pro, but made news the other day because uh, he challenged. I think he did. Well, let's get his thoughts on it. David Bakhtiari joins us. He is the Packers all-pro tackle. Find him on Twitter at David Bakhtiari. He was at the Bucks game just the other night, and he uh, put on quite a display, and he joins us right now on the show. David, thanks for joining us. No problem. David, first off, now, the way it's cut, now, I didn't see it in real time. I was watching some other things. I walked in, and who knows. But, okay, so you chugged two beers, and then did you put the challenge out to Aaron Rodgers, or how did this work out? Um, I mean, this stems from a couple weeks ago, but pretty much uh, uh, the first game I attended when I got back to Wisconsin uh, because of OTAs, or at that time, IPWs, uh, I told them at dinner, I was like, you know what, if they put the camera on me to get the crowd riled up for the playoffs, I think I'm going to chug a beer. <laughs> and then that was the first time I went, was one. Second time I went was two. And I, I, always after they panned over there and I would just point at him, we'd just get all excited. So then going into game three, he's been nagging me on to do three. I was like, I'll do three if you do one. <laughs> and, you know, he steps up to the challenge. And one beer for him, three beers for me. That's kind of how it went. Well, his one, you, there's, a, there's a couple of questions. It's basically a loose definition. Now, he's your quarterback, so you're giving him the credit for the chugged beer. Um, what did you think of his stylings and how he was able to um, not really finish the beer that he attempted? I think it kind of makes sense for the uh, the lack of time he spent in college, <laughs> you know, and, and the fact how long he's been uh, displaced from college. Uh, oh, but I think true. I think a couple lessons with me. I think uh, we can get him right on track. Okay, so you said now this was my question when I saw the clips here. That you had, you did the two, and then you did the third. Now I think they don't let. Now you're sitting courtside, so it's uh, obviously they can bring them to you. But who brought the third? Because it's my understanding that you can only have like two at a time when you're at a when you're at a sporting event. So where did the third come from? I'm not even kidding. I showed up and I sat down, and at that point, you know, and we hadn't really talked. Much. I, I I didn't really tell anyone at the stadium or anything, but the uh, I, you want to talk about great customer service. I, they showed up with literally a silver platter of beers and cups for me. And I was like, <laughs> like the, it, right when I sat down, like it, it was pretty surreal. So I'm like, okay, I guess this is 100% happening. I mean, is, is it that good to be a Green Bay Packer in, in Wisconsin? Is, is the customer service that good for you guys? I mean, just in Wisconsin in general. I mean, look at Wisconsin sports. We're, everyone's doing really well. Now, us Packers kind of got to back it up the last couple of years. We haven't been on par with how the Bucks and Brewers have been doing. 
Oh, so you're putting the challenge out to yourself. That's pretty interesting there. So it, it is kind of fun where, you know, last year doesn't end the way you guys wanted it to end, and there's a change and things like that, and there was a lot of questions going on, but this seems to be where this shows maybe the general public that things are not maybe as dramatic as what they seem because obviously you're a top offensive lineman in the league and you certainly seem to get along with Aaron Rodgers. Is that true? I mean, yeah, absolutely. That's my guy. He's been my guy. David Bakhtiari joining us on the show. Has your last name ever been misspelled on the back of your jersey? (laughs) Um, Maybe in CYSO soccer when I was a young kid. CYSO soccer. You're from San Mateo, correct? Yeah. So I mean, I guess it was the the local kids soccer stuff. I remember getting the eight, the, the K and the H. Usually, is what gets people mixed up. And then every now and then, people will forget an I towards the end. What do they think? It's a Y at the end? No, like literally in the middle where it's uh, where, where there's an I. Sometimes they just forget it. Yeah. How do they forget it? Uh, Never mind. I don't even want to know how people forget an eye. David Bakhtiari joining us on the show. Do they mess up how it's pronounced sometimes? Absolutely. What's the worst pronunciation you've ever heard, including the way I'm saying it? (laughs) Um, The absolute worst wasn't even close. It was, uh, and again, this was soccer. Uh, I remember they said David Bacteria. And I was like, that's not even close. (laughs) And, 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 and it was a referee. It was a referee trying to, like, make sure all the kids, you know, had the right name. They're the actual person coming in, so they had to check the cards. And I didn't even, like, raise my hand or walk up. I'm like, that's, that's not even me. It's The words are completely different. So he called you David Bacteria, and that was your first. <laughs> Did your father try to correct him? Did mom try to correct him? Anybody else? It, we were on the on the field. No, no one heard that. I mean, other than that, I've heard, you know, funny jokes like uh, – Bacchiotomy is what my, a couple of my buddies like to say as a joke um, in college. And then um, what have I saw? I saw uh, in the league, I saw uh, a dad joke. Someone had my jersey and wrote bad teriyaki on the back. Oh, my God. That is a bad dad joke. Uh, is, Elizabeth, <laughs> is, is Elizabeth Banks still your favorite actress? Still my favorite actress? Um well, wait a minute. Was she, was she was she in Pitch Perfect? Was that is that how that worked, or was she the, just the director? I've never seen the movie. You, I can't believe you'd say that. Why? What, what's the matter? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that, was, that that was my first shot in the big screen. Well, you were in the movie. Yeah. What did you I do in the movie? I, I had one line, and I, after I said it, I'm like, "Man, this is getting cut. There's no way they're going to oh put my this God. in the actual film." And then when we went to the premiere, I'm like, they actually didn't cut it. I'm surprised. I so I'm about maybe 80 times, and they, 78 of them were not good. What was the line? You are such a disaac appointment. You are such a disaac appointment. Yes, exactly. Why I didn't think it was going to make it. And you, you, how many times did they make you say that line? I mean, you shot almost at least. 60 times a day for like two or three days. So, Are you a method actor now? <laughs> uh, no. Just uh, I think a freelancing actor would probably be the best way to describe myself. I mean, you are, when I see the video, your eyes are so locked in. And you're saying, let's go. And you look so intense. Is Has there ever been any sort of an offer for you for commercials locally or for television 
to be in acting and, and to maybe play a villain in some sort of a role? Um, no, I mean, I've done a couple of uh, local commercials uh, in Wisconsin, but, you know, my, my one big big shot was definitely uh, in Pitch Perfect and haven't really been a villain. David, Bakhti- David Bakhtiari joining us on the show. Okay. Uh, can I ask you as a play? Now, I don't want to get you in any trouble, so maybe I have to wait until you're retired. Because we had, like, Joe Thomas in Cleveland would, would say, yeah, OTAs are important. And then after he retired, yeah, voluntary OTAs are one of the biggest wastes of time that I ever had. Um, you, you're a veteran now. You're a leader. You're an all-pro. How important are voluntary OTAs? Well, didn't you say you are going to ask me this when I retire, and then you ended up asking me anyway? Yeah, well, I, I'm going to ask you when you retire, but I want to ask you right now as a active player in the NFL. Uh, I think there's a place for them. Um, I think depending on the player, uh, the need for it is either more or less. But definitely when you have, especially in my instance, when you have a new regime, a new coaching staff, a whole new offensive playbook, I will actually say it is important because – there are certain things that just take time to learn. Mm-hmm. And if I were just to be exposed to it for the first time in August, I wouldn't, I, I can honestly say I wouldn't be as confident. And it would actually be harder for me to learn the system with that short a time before season. So many years from now, when you retire, whenever you retire, if I have you on again and I play this answer for you, do you think it'll be the same? 80% of it. <laughs> David Bakhtiari joining us on the show. So how has the offseason been for you? Do you get bored during it? Um, I mean, not really. I mean, I enjoy, like, uh, in my off-seasons, I end up traveling. Right at the end of the season, I'll try and travel for a little bit. I uh, enjoy myself. Uh, and then I'll go down to L.A. I start training out in L.A. Mm. Um, throw a little plug in there, practice sports performance. They're amazing. Yeah. And then, um, you know, pretty much I'm – in LA and I'm in uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin. I-, I love it. For me personally, it's like some of the best times of the year. Chance for you to kind of revamp your body. It's the best your body's felt because in season your body just hurts. And most people know that and just football is takes a toll on the body. But I mean, I've enjoyed myself. As, as, as you can tell a couple nights ago, I- I've been having some fun. <laughs> Dave Bakhtiari with us on the show. We can see from a couple of nights ago he is enjoying himself. Just a couple more. Uh, Matt LaFleur, what's he like so far? He's good. I mean, he, he's uh, from, the very, from the very beginning he came in and he had uh, a clear vision of what he wanted. And he's gone about that and he stayed true to that. So I, I respect him a lot on that. And from the offensive side, you know, with him being an offensive-minded coach, We've been around him a little more and uh, be able to start understanding his offensive playbook. And I got to say, now actually running it in practice form works. What's the most What's the most important trait in a head coach? What is the thing that 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 players respect the most? It's a good question. Um, Damn right it is. Uh, respect Um, I think respect slash integrity for a man to get in front of all these men and talk and mean what he says so we not only respect him but the integrity of all of his words he backs up what he says he's not just giving any of the players lip service 
mm-hmm. I think that goes a long way. Real quick, what type of beer, if I can ask, do you know what type of beer you chugged the other day? Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a spotted cow guy. It was spotted cow. Yeah, New Glarus is a Wisconsin local. What, so, oh my God, how old are you? Twenty-seven. Do you understand how great of an answer that is? Like you're in Wisconsin, you're like, oh, it's a local beer, it's a local Wisconsin. I support local breweries in Wisconsin. Do you understand how good of an answer that is? Like politicians, like their governor would fire somebody to give good answers like you just gave. Do you understand how good of an answer that was? I'm beginning to, the more you keep talking about it. Well, because I was expecting Bud, (laughs) Bud Light, something like that, Miller Light, things like, you know, regular, big name, regular old brand brews, and it's Spotted Cow, and I had heard of Spotted Cow because I have a guy who's from Wisconsin, it's like the thing that's supposed to be in Wisconsin, and you, of course, were having it. So now you're all of a sudden a native son of Green Bay, Wisconsin. How does that feel? Feels good. Feels about as good as Spotted Cow does. I got to (laughs) say, I don't know if you've had the beer yet. Phenomenal. for 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 what it it's it's targeted area it hits hit its all the spots. If very I refreshing, very light good. If I ever go to try it, I will. I swear to God, I will be thinking of you here very soon. You you got my word on that, David. I'm gonna hold you to that now. Thank you very much, David. We thank you very much for the time. Enjoy the rest of the off season. Hopefully, training camp goes very well, and obviously, good luck in 2019, buddy. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. Thank you, David Bakhtiari, joining us on the show. Packers guard or Packers tackle, all pro. Always want to call him a guard because he looks like a guard, but he's a Packers tackle and he's an all pro. And obviously a really great guy. Tom? Yes, Ken. When we come back, listen, you can try, you can do or do not. There is no try. I had to get the Yoda reference right. You can do or do not. There is no try. And David Bakhtiari just showed us that, especially when chugging beer. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. Do or do not, there is no try. Especially when it comes to chugging beer. David Bakhtiari was just with us, who is now a big-time celebrity, already one of the best tackles in the league, but a big-time celebrity for chugging beer at the Bucks game. And he had three beers where he said that they basically just delivered them to him on a platter, which is incredible to me. There's a couple of different things out of this. Now, we'll get to serious football at some other time with it because of what he said about OTAs. However, and I love that he said when I asked him how much of that is true after he retires, he said, ah, about 80%. Um, My question is, because for he, you look at David Bakhtiari, the man's an animal. He looks like he could slay dragons. He basically is the NFL version of the mountain. He looks like he could chug those beers. And he had, very, you notice, no coughing, no spittle, very little eye-watering. That is a feat of strength. My thought was, again, this goes with what Yoda says, if you're going to try to chug a beer and you're going to do it in front of people, you better be able to chug the entire beer. There's no try when it comes to chugging beer. It's a zero-sum game. Now, I, I'm not going to go Pete Prisco about it and say, oh, my God, it's so it's it's boorish or whatever. Stop. I'm, I'm into having fun here. So if you have that thought, get out of here. But if you're going to chug beer and you're going to do it in front of a crowd of people who like seeing people chug beer, they just do. We enjoy these type of things. You better be able to chug the entire thing. 
Because when Aaron Rodgers goes to chug the beer and he can't finish the entire beer, my first thought is, and I know Tom's thinking the same thing, Tom Brady on Colbert, where Tom Brady's able to finish it off. And that, again, separates Tom Brady from the rest of the pack. Aaron Rodgers goes to chug the beer. He's not able to finish it. And all of a sudden, I'm thinking, man, you can't chug a beer, really? Oh, my goodness gracious. And I think, well, not everybody's able to chug a beer. However, the question out of this, and I'm going to ask, 855-2124-CBS, did Aaron Rodgers have to chug that beer? Tom, your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, in the spirit of fun, the camera came to him. It was his moment. He had a beer in his hand. Yeah, Be- he kind of, I mean, he didn't have to do anything. And he could have, like, thrown his hands up and kind of acted like, oh, I can't beat that, I guess. But no, in that spot, you, you chug the beer. And there was a huge difference, too, between what he did and Brady. Like, Brady pours the beer, the full pint, all the way down in one gulp. Whereas Rodgers, you sit there, he, he has like three quarters of a beer, and he's gulping once, twice, three, four, five, six, seven, and then gives up. I mean, that's there's a huge gap between the drinking abilities there. All right, McKeon, what were your thoughts? Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers looks weak here. Honestly, you have to you have to chug the beer. Uh, also, I don't even I don't even agree with Tom. Where like maybe you can't. No, you have to. You have no option. The camera's on you. You're in Wisconsin. It's a playoff game. Team hasn't been to this point in forever. The uh, crowd's going crazy. New arena. I mean, you have no option but to chug the beer there and then to take this new arena like he's christening a it's ship. It's a big deal. What are you it, doing? What are you talking about, new arena? It's they played a big it all deal season. to the people of Wisconsin, Ken. Not that he'd be able to chug. Well, maybe that he'd be able to chug a beer. However, what I'm pointing out is this. I think you're both wrong. He's Aaron Rodgers. David Bakhtiari. How big is David Bakhtiari? What are the specs on Probably David Bakhtiari? Probably pretty big in Wisconsin. Probably pretty big. Okay? They grow him big in Wisconsin even though he's from San Mateo, California. However, I mean, you look at some of the guys from Wisconsin. Look at Wisconsin linemen, for crying out loud. Find me a small Wisconsin lineman. You can't do it. 6'4", by the way. Six four three eleven. my God. He's able to chug beers. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, probably, I didn't think he'd be able to chug the beer. He didn't chug the beer. My thinking is this, and I think it's the truth. You don't have to chug a beer when challenged. You don't have to chug the beer, especially if you know, and Aaron Rodgers knew, that you can't chug beer. You look, and hey, I'm going to bring these words into it, you look beta when you can't chug the beer when everybody around is chugging beer. Christian Yelich, an MVP guy, he's chugging the beer. David Bakhtiari, all pro, he's chugging the beer. Aaron Rodgers, future Hall of Famer, (laughs) kind of struggling through it. He gets shown up by Christian Yelich too. He, Aaron Rodgers, yeah, Aaron Rodgers looked like he was trying to push Mo in the rain when he was trying to drink that beer. Yeah, it wasn't great. He looks pathetic. like he was shooting pool with rope when he was trying to drink that beer. My thinking is this: you don't have to chug the beer when challenged. You look to the crowd, hey, I can't do that. That's amazing. That's a feat. He had a hat on. You tip your cap to him. You give a cheers, and you sit back down and let David Bakhtiari live in his light because that was an amazing feat. To to see him, the thrust in the push of the beers down the gullet, that to me was inspiring. I mean, truly sensational stuff.
He's an American hero, but yeah, Ke- really, truly, isn't yes. Isn't the point yes. of chugging beer the challenge? Like the, you've heard of the chug chant before. That's well, the yeah, point I of mean, it, you, the challenge. Yeah, but that's the thing is you try to go and chug beer in someone's face and show them that you're a bigger man. Which I know we're talking about real Cro Magnon type stuff. I get it. And this is football players. But these are football players, exactly. If you go and you chug in someone's face and you can do it, that's one thing. But if you can't do it, you don't go ahead and do that. I know I can't win a marathon. So if I'm in an argument with a marathon runner, I'm not going to go put on running shoes and say, let's go do this, Prefontaine. That's not going to happen. Do you get what I'm saying? Know your limits. I, I get what you're saying. Uh, I'm, Brian, I, I, you're wrong. No, but you're Aaron Rodgers. You're Aaron Rodgers in Milwaukee. You can't what say no to that. What does that have to do with the price of fish? Yes, you can say no to that if you're Aaron Rodgers. My I'm thing. not going to put uh, – what, what would you rather happen? What would you rather happen? Now, if you want me to, because I can make up anything about anything, I'll spend the next 20 minutes in the next segment saying why I can't trust Aaron Rodgers and I can't respect Aaron Rodgers and why his own teammates can't trust Aaron Rodgers because they can chug beers and he can't and he's not man enough. And I wouldn't believe it, but I could, and other people will try to make those arguments. Well, they probably won't. Hopefully they won't. What would you rather do? Put yourself in a bad light like Aaron Rodgers did, arguably, or, hey, that was incredible. Well done. I tip my cap to you from across the room or from across the court. Everybody sits down. Christian Yelich finishes his beer. I'm sorry. If you can't do it, don't do it. I understand where you're don't coming from. Don't do it. I understand where you're coming from. My only question is, would this segment have been, should Rodgers have chugged the beer if he didn't? What do you mean? Would should he or at- should he not? Would we be asking the opposite question if he hadn't? Would we be sitting here right now and you going, should Rodgers have chugged that beer? I think he should. And I would be, and I would be saying no because Aaron Rodgers has to know his limitations and know that he couldn't chug that beer. Okay. Yelich had spillage, okay? Yelich's, Yelich's pour down the throat but that's the, that's was the not perfect. That's but he got it, it done because he's they, an MVP in no, Milwaukee. No, technically he didn't. But they gave him credit for it. But Aaron Rodgers couldn't even do that. One, he's too clean, which I could, again, I'll spend the next 20 minutes saying he's too dainty then if I said that he's too clean and that he can't finish a job well done, meaning he can't get his team back to the Super Bowl if I really wanted to do that. You wow. think anybody wants to participate in that kind of conversation? I sure as hell don't. I will. I'll go on a 15-minute rant that I don't even mean because of that. Do it. I'm not doing that. But I just gave you a bunch of reasons which are totally overinflated and untrue. But you don't, just to highlight, you don't have to chug the beer if other guys are chugging beer. It's the quintessential question. If all your buddies are jumping off a bridge, are you going to jump off the bridge? If there's no, the, the lake underneath the bridge is full of beer, I'm jumping off. 855-2124-CBS. Money, money maker Mike. Bad beer chugging from Aaron Rodgers. Super bad look. Then Yellich shows him up. Come on, man. And also people are telling me all the time that uh, Spotted Cow is only available in Wisconsin. And I'm in Ohio. So I can only think about how good it's going to taste. I'm sorry. How far is the drive straight from where you are to the border? Too far. I got three kids, and I'm not taking my kids with me trust to try to get over to Wisconsin over there. <laughs> I got people to – I'm not bothering Joe about getting me spotted cow beer. He's got his own set of things he's got to deal with. That ain't going to happen either. 855-2124-CBS. All right, did Aaron Rodgers have to chug the beer? And does Aaron Rodgers look like less of a leader as an NFL franchise quarterback because he couldn't finish the beer? 855-2124-CBS. All that and – 
Just how much is being a fan worth anymore? This is the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. I have so many different thoughts on this. Hold on. 855-2124-CBS. That's CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line. It's brought to you by GEICO. You go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Go ahead. Try it out for yourself. 855-2124-CBS. 855-2124-227. Did Aaron Rodgers have to chug the beer? We have calls on it. And I want to get to Frankie and Brian here very quickly. I just, I, I'm thinking about this right now. From Taylor Luan, who did it, remember he did it out of the catfish mouth down in Nashville? Oh, you remember glorious. that, Tom? Glorious. And wasn't that amazing? amazing? So you go from Taylor Luan to David Bakhtiari. If you're an NFL lineman, you basically better go to a game in disguise. Because especially if you're in one of these cities, you go to a playoff game. Oh, my God. People love linemen. People love offensive linemen. They're just, they're lovable people. They're usually jolly giants. They're usually nice people because you think about this. Everything an offensive lineman does is defensive. You're, you're moving backwards. You're protecting other things. They're usually very nice, very, very jolly, nice guys. And they're usually very great to party with. Great stories. Great guys, good drinking guys. If you got to go out and have beers, things like that. So people love and gravitate towards offensive line. And they usually have great personalities. Like David Bakhtiari has a great personality. They usually have that. So when they put them on the Jumbotron, people gravitate towards those type of people. And now you're on the Jumbotron, and there are, I guarantee it, there are guys out there who go about 6'4", 300 pounds, where David Bakhtiari is, and they can't chug. I bet there's NFL offensive linemen who can't chug. I'm pointing this out. If you can't chug, you can't go to a game. Or you can go to a game, but you better be in disguise. Because if you can't chug, if you or if you are offered the opportunity or the challenge to chug, and you can't, it's going to look bad on you. It looks bad on Aaron Rodgers, but Aaron Rodgers is a quarterback. He gets away with him. He gets away with it. If you were the size of Taylor Lewan. If you were the size of Orlando Pace and you couldn't chug beer, what would people say? We would, especially at this time of year where we're going into the summer, we'd spend a week on it. So I'm pointing out if you want to sit courtside, you better be able to do it because they're going to put you on the Jumbotron and those fans want to see you chug because it's about supporting the team and it's about supporting Wisconsin, supporting the area, and they want to see you chuck. And David Bakhtiari did it with their beer. He did it with the Spotted Cow. I thought it was going to be something like Bud Light, Miller Light, things like that. He did it with a Spotted Cow lager. Is that correct, Tom, the lager? I believe so. You know what? Okay. I really let – me, let me confirm. I mean, I don't think you're doing that with a Guinness. I don't think you should. It's like eating dinner. Oh, yeah, no. It's definitely, I don't think you want to do that. But you saw him do it. Like Christian Yelich, yeah, there was some spittle there. Christian Yelich is a is a thinner guy, not really built for that type of work. David Bakhtiari looks like a draft horse. You would expect him to be able to do it. If you can't do it, I'm sorry. I guess you got to stay home. I guess you can't go to the Bucks game. If you're any other member of that Packers offensive line and you can't do it, sorry, buddy. Stay at home. Have yourself a nice slow-drinking IPA, maybe some tea, maybe a little bit of brandy. You want to do something like that? Slow drinking IPA. Well, I, I, there's no other way to do it. I'm sorry. You cannot. You can't be going. And it, it, Again, if you're going to do this, if you come, you better come correct. New Glarus is an ale, by the way. New, I mean, it's spotted, an ale. Spotted Cow is a naturally cloudy farmhouse ale. 
Okay, what's the percentage of it? Is it a thick thing? Is it a lighter beer? What are I we don't talking have that about? In front here? of me, but I think it's a lighter, lighter beer. The, uh, naturally cloudy. We allow the yeast to remain in the bottle, enhance the fullness of flavors, and not right. be duplicated otherwise. Fun, Let me get to, fruity, and satisfying. Yeah, it's a, I, it's a light ale. I got Brian in Wisconsin here. Let me. I want to get to Brian, and I'm gonna get to Frankie. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Did did Aaron Rodgers have to chug the beer? Brian in Green Bay. Okay, first off, let me ask you this, Brian. What type of beer is Spotted Cow? Is it a little bit lighter? Can you? Is it tough or, or difficult, or is it a little easier to, to pound down if you really wanted to go after it? All right. So, uh, so first off, Spotted Cow is a fantastic beer, but uh, I have to be brutally honest that uh, my wife could have kept up with David Bakhtiari. <laughs> uh, it's like it's like running through my faucet in my house. It's like Kool-Aid in the backyard. Uh, it's a fantastic beer. It tastes great. Those folks down in New Glarus do phenomenal work. But, uh, but it's, not, it's not a challenge. Uh, it's something you're going to enjoy. Well, did Aaron Rodgers say well, – I assume Aaron Rodgers had the same type of beer. So what does that make you think now, Brian? Uh, so, so here's what it makes me think. And I'm going to give okay. you the, the honest homer's uh, perspective here because mm-hmm. uh, we all know in Wisconsin and, and around uh, the country that, that Aaron Rodgers can do no wrong, uh, even if Aaron Rodgers – does wrong we know he can't do no wrong and since we're all having fun here uh ultimately uh we all know aaron Rodgers is a very calculated uh strategic man so, yes so really what actually happened there that you guys are missing is yeah. uh he did it because he had to so straight up he has to drink that beer it's the state of wisconsin there's nothing else that he can do but at least you know attempt to drink that beer or to drink it uh, as far as Brady and Rodgers goes, uh, they're both California kids. The only thing I can think of is Brady may have learned something in Michigan that they weren't teaching out on the West Coast. But uh, but back to Rodgers drinking that beer. Uh, calculated man. So so Rodgers is a legend. I could go to any street corner in any city in America and say, who's Aaron Rodgers? And everybody knows who he is. But if I say, who's David Bakhtiari? Uh, I may get 50% of those folks that know, uh, may, maybe not. So, uh, so the calculated man and the good friend that Aaron is, uh, he obviously fell short purposefully uh, to take David Bakhtiari, who's, who's an up-and-coming, uh, you know, celebrity in his own right, and uh, and turn him into that legend, uh, give him the push he needs, and put him on the map. So really, it was a it was a fall on the sword gesture to uh, raise your buddy to the highest level, and uh, that's really actually straight up what happened, guys. It's a it's a silver lining gesture. I. That is a hell of a theory, Brian. That is a hell of a theory, and I thank you very much for making that theory. Tom, it checks out. It makes sense. It does make sense. I've seen it thrown around a little bit because Aaron Rodgers. Honestly, Aaron Rodgers. Like I, and I've been critical of him in the past, and I, and I think, and I will bring up, I think this is the biggest year of his career. The, the the arguments or whatever they were with Mike McCarthy and whether or not there were massages or whatever, I have no idea. But um, I've been critical of Aaron Rodgers here recently. However, I know when it's all said and done, he'll be a Hall of Famer and he will be regarded as one of the best of the generation, and people will forget this incident where he wasn't able to chug a beer. Yes. People will forget that type yes. of thing. However, I got to tell you. Brian throws a swerve in there. It's almost this is Ric Flair putting Sting over here. Hey, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a legend. David Bakhtiari, he might end up be he might end up being the next great offensive lineman. He might end up being a Hall of Famer in his own right. Who the hell knows? But David Bakhtiari, we're talking about him. We would not have been talking about him right now, would we? Yeah, no, that's fair. I, I think because if Aaron Rodgers chugs that beer, it's Aaron Rodgers chugging beer. It's you hard, get that. It's hard to fake not being able to chug beer that convincingly, though. 
That looks like he can't chug beer. And I also think that competitors compete. Like Tom Brady would have just beat the pants off his no-name lineman without thinking twice about it because that's what's that's what he's all about. And Aaron Rodgers, I'm not saying he's not competitive. This is a competitive guy. So I like the theory. I don't know about it, though. All right, Frankie in Indiana, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. All right, all I can say is OMG. Oh, goodness. <laughs> he did – hey, huh. if you – Either step up, man up, or, or get the hell out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but did he have to <laughs> chug it? <laughs> what, Frankie? Frankie's gone. Did he have to chug it? That's my question. I don't think he had to chug it. I think he could, and I think it would have put him out, would have put him over even more, or, or or almost as much, had he had just tipped his cap and said, "David, that was incredible, just fantastic." You are a you are a god among men. He would have gotten ripped to shreds for that. You are a minotaur among NFL offensive linemen. You are half man, half beast, or a centaur, whichever one it's called. I'm not really into Greek mythology, but David Bakhtiari looks like an animal out of Greek mythology. Being able to do that. I mean, I'm just pointing it out. I thought it was exceptional. And for Aaron Rodgers, I get. I I wish I could do it. You know what? What the hell. If you really want me to, if you really want me to force a bad take and to force something that isn't real, it's just the thing is, is that people are going to be constantly clicking in and clicking out, and they're going to think I'm serious about it. I can go ahead and do it. Aaron Rodgers has been challenged here over the last couple of years. He's been challenged as a leader. He's been challenged as the supreme quarterback in the NFL. He's been challenged by one of the supreme quarterbacks as one of the supreme quarterbacks in the NFL. He's been given that money, and we know that the Green Bay Packers can't do what they need to do or what people think they can do without Aaron Rodgers. And that system right there, that instance right there, where he wasn't able to chug beer. Tom Brady's able to do it. Other quarterbacks are able to do it. Why isn't Aaron Rodgers able to do it? When the moment is its brightest, Aaron Rodgers isn't able to perform anymore. And here you got a guy who's 36 years old, who's in the crosshairs of the national media, who has a new head coach in Matt LaFleur, who got his head coach fired in Mike McCarthy, and now you're looking at this guy who can't even chug beer in front of his own home fans, and I ask you, is this a guy who can lead a football team anymore? No. I just feel bad making that argument because it's not even a real argument. McKeon, you take that seriously? Of course. Uh, Mark Sanchez was able to chug a beer. Let's hear this. Oh, come on. You're going to give me Mark Sanchez who ran Jets into the— the two straight AFC championships, baby. Mark Sanchez ran into the ass of his own guard. If Aaron Rodgers ever runs into the ass of his own guard, Aaron Rodgers is so important to the NFL, rules were changed because Aaron Rodgers. What has Mark Sanchez done for anybody? Ken, are you a beer uh, chugger? Like, would you be able to keep up with Bakhtiari? Oh, I don't know if I could. But now, if if, if you went to a Cavs I, game, and Cleveland celebrity like you goes to a Cavs game, sits I'm chugging side, the beer. I'm chugging you're the chugging beer. the beer, right? And yeah. you're not backing yeah, I'm away? The, I'm chugging the beer. Exactly. Of course you are. Yeah. So if you are, and Aaron Rodgers, n- n- no, not to be uh, rude or anything, but I think Aaron Rodgers is a little bigger than you in, uh, in, Ohio, oh, you in think? Wisconsin. Okay. How do you not chug the beer? How? But I chug the beer because I know I can chug the beer, Ryan. Doesn't matter. You get what I'm saying? You're in, and it's not even that too. You'd be in Ohio. This guy's in Wisconsin. Like that's that's beer USA. That's beer capital of the world. You can't not chug it. You can't. I think he cannot chug the beer and let David Bakhtiari try. And and honestly, for Christian Yelich, I think a lot of fans. I think Christian Yelich is crossing over, and I'm glad this is happening. By the way, for Major League Baseball. 
He's crossing over and starting to become a star. And it's great that he's not in New York or L.A. He's in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. And I hope he's able to – and it looks like he will be there for a long period of time. He's one of those guys I think Major League Baseball should push. Christian Yelich needs the push. He can bring baseball back to the forefront. They need stars again. So I'm fine with Christian Yelich being able to – and I know there's a little bit of um, spillage, but that's okay. Maybe a four-ounce shot worth of spillage. That's fine. He's able to get away from it, get away with it. Aaron Rodgers does not have to chug. That's my final thought on it. Do we have time to play this clip here, Tom? Will we have time of the call I took on Wednesday? I want to play a clip for you folks. I want you folks to hear something because what I'm about to get into next could set the world ablaze. This is a call I took on Wednesday. Tom hit it. I'm a Steeler fan, and I was one of the few people that thought that when they went 0 16 that the next year was only way up and they would win seven, eight games, and they won seven. They could have won eight, maybe nine with, with good luck last year. But I found myself cheering more for Cleveland than I did for Pittsburgh. Um, I've seen the dysfunction that's going on in Pittsburgh. I still love Pittsburgh. But believe it or not, I may be crossing over to Cleveland. That's, and it's not because that's ridiculous. Start to, that's no, ridiculous. No, no. Check this. No, no. But I what? love Pittsburgh. I will always cheer Pittsburgh. See, it doesn't sound like you love Pittsburgh because when you say no. that and you say you're cheering more for Cleveland, you might be switching over to Cleveland. That's no, actually no. the opposite of loving Pittsburgh, Junior. No, no, because of watching Cleveland and living here, I have access for the Cleveland. I took Cleveland last year to beat Pittsburgh twice because I knew Pittsburgh was good enough to win the division. But there was just something about Cleveland that, that, that attracted me to it. The way that they were playing, the way that they were making the right moves, they had got rid of, 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 um, the general manager, and I said, you know, with John Dorsey, they're making all the right moves, and I admire that. And I've known the Cleveland history, and now I just happen to reconnect with, with a love interest from back in New York, and she's been out here for 12 years, and I moved out here, and we got married. But I enjoy watching Cleveland play. This sounds that, like the biggest load I'm, of crap I've The guy I've lives here and wants to root for the teams life. now. What's the matter with that? That's, that's What's the matter with that? Yeah, that I mean, is I can no- both. And, no, you can think, cheer both. No, you cannot cheer both. You cannot cheer both. I can't cheer it. I can cheer both. Oh my god! You, you seem to cheer. think that there's still a rivalry between the Steelers and Browns. There is. Are you talking well, to me? That, yeah. Why can't you cheer for both? There's no rivalry can't there anymore. You cheer for both. Go ahead and cut it. Audio courtesy of ninety two three the fan ninety two three the fan dot com. I want you to marinate on that because when we come back, I wonder if we're losing our country as professional sports fans, and that I am serious on. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.